Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our Way, Way Podcast. Podcast. Hey, welcome to another edition of the Magic Our Way Podcast. My name is Kevin. And I'm here by myself because this is just a continuation of our last episode. Uh, this is uh, Magic Our Way, episode number 27B. And this is, a, if you remember, this is a show that we ended up recording for over two hours. So I decided to save you guys some time in your life and split it up into two shows so that you can kind of... Uh, uh, listen to it at your leisure, you know? Anyway, there's a lot of things happening. We've got more shows that we're going to be releasing soon. Um, we're actually going to be taking a trip down to Walt Disney World in January, a little podcasting trip for a couple of days to so do some things in the world and just report from there. So uh, maybe we get to meet some of you guys if you happen to be down in Walt Disney World at that time. Maybe uh, we'll be lucky enough we can get to meet some of our fans and stuff. So um, anyway, yeah, if you happen to have, be out there, shoot us an email at magicrway at gmail. So when we left off, we're still talking about the magic bands, and Danny was about to take over um, and, and continue speaking about those. So anyway, here we go. I hope you enjoy this week's, uh, or that maybe last week's, I'm sorry, or whenever you listen to this, the continuation of show number 27. Enjoy, and I'll talk to you soon. Yeah, but I mean, you know, part of it was as soon as that phone went, there went everything. Right, and that's that to me is kind of the inconvenience of it because I mean, if that band doesn't work, there goes everything. Yeah, if you don't have backups for it, then you you know you're kind of well. Even not having backups for it, I mean, it's still the the relative. I mean, you know, the whole idea they do it, they do it for the convenience. Right. Once the convenience doesn't work, then you lead to the inconvenience. So now all of a sudden, like stuff that you may have readily had at the, you may have had at the ready, you don't have at the ready anymore. Maybe yeah. the stuff that you have, they can't quite swipe anymore. Or right. You don't have technology to do it. Yeah. Yeah. You got to find uh, different ways around it. But I mean, I mean, overall, it's a positive development from the standpoint that, yeah, people check their brains at the door when they go on vacation. Right. No doubt about it. They're, it's like, okay, guys, you only have one job now. Keep track of this one little thing. And guess what? It never need lead your wrist. Right. <laughs> it, just, it, it just stays right there. So right. all you have to do is just put it on your wrist and never think twice. And I think it's going to be a, a success from that standpoint, but... You know what's going to be funny about the whole Magic Band thing is like when I, I remember when I used to wear a watch. I don't like wearing watches anymore, so I don't. Yeah. But like when Same you go here. there and like in the summer and stuff when the sun's out and you have the Magic Band on, mm-hmm. I wonder how many people like oh, what like point of pride the little Magic Band non-tan spot uh-huh. <laughs> is going to be uh, uh, be for people. It's like, you know, when people come back from trips and they see that little big splotch <laughs> going on your arm, it's like, ah, you went to Disney World. Yeah. You're right. I forgot. That, that like a mark not- of honor, so to speak, I guess. <laughs> That is another thing that would like. It took me months to get used to wearing my wedding ring. Yeah, that that little extra weight on my finger. Like you, know, you don't think anything at first when you put it on, but as time goes by, goes on, you feel like there's something on my arm. There's a little. Yeah. There's this little something here that's not quite right, and it grows a while before you adjust to the feeling of that. Right, right, right. And having that wristband slapped to your wrist, uh, 24 hours a day for like, say like a week straight. It's going to get sweaty. It's going to get, you know. Yeah, it could be interesting. Yeah, it, it is, I wonder if it's going to smell. <laughs> I just it thought about it with the sweat. Now, here it is hyperallergenic. <laughs> is so, it? So yeah. it might com- you know, 
kill the germs that make your wrist smell or something it, like that? It, 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 it might well do that. I'm sure it's waterproof and all that kind of jazz stuff. With it, you I've, know, I've heard that they've tested it at depths. Like they've oh, gone, really? <laughs> yeah. Give like a scuba diver. The, the, so the if band. River Country was still open and I went swimming with the, in the coral reef part, I'll be okay. Well, except for the amoeba that eats your brain. But yeah, oh, yeah, yeah you yeah, should so be okay for the most issue. part. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, yeah, this is a hard topic to talk about because other than saying exactly what it does, um, it's, it's, you know, well, I guess we'd have to experience it and see what it's like. Yeah, I mean, look, I can tell you this much, and, and I think you went since I went last time, but just having the room key and being able to just put it in front of that little Mickey sensor and have it go, and, and it lets you right in. Oh, yeah, mine did that. Yeah, yeah, it was like that when I went. Just having that is leaps and bounds above what you had before, right. which was take the car. Now, run the car through the thing. Now, put your finger up there. Okay, no, which finger did you originally put it up there? That wasn't the original finger. Which finger did you use? Did you, you, maybe it was your left finger. Or the, okay, the left finger. And you always had to do that little thing where you had to... Did you put the card in the right way? Yeah, <laughs> the, you had to, the card had to flip through there. You had to put your fingerprint there. Having that little thing now, you just put it up against there and just let you right in. Mm. So much more convenient. I can't even imagine, like, not even having to dig through your pockets now to look for the damn card anymore. It's yeah. got to be such a, a, a better way of doing things. Again, do uh, they still do the finger thing though? With the uh, I don't remember doing the finger thing when I tap when I did my little card thing yeah. and tapped it and it just let me in there. I honestly do not remember huh. doing the finger thing. So I wonder how I wonder how they hold on a second. I'm looking at a question: Is that can other people use my magic band or card? Let me see what Disney has to say. So, oh. no, your magic band or card is unique to you, and you are only authorized to access the benefits associated with it. Could link tickets. Uh, it can't be transferred to another person. In, in addition to touching your magic band or card to a touch point, you'll be required to scan a figure to enter the parks or enter okay. a PIN code now. All right. Well, maybe I'm mistaken about that. Maybe they didn't make you do that, and I just don't remember it. Yeah, or I'm PIN code for when you're doing – maybe they just implemented this now, I guess. I mean, I don't know. No, I it's it's been a little ways. I mean, you know, but I, I mean, I did you have your tickets on that card when you went through? Yes. Huh? And you just tapped it, and the little thing went from whatever color it was to green, and it let you and it let you right through. Yeah, I, I don't. Re- I do not remember having to, to press my finger up against anything to make it do it. But well, as of Disney site right now, they're saying that you have to do that um, to enter the park. So I got you know that's extra added bit of security because I was just thinking like you know I could give you my annual pass, so you could go down there. Mm-hmm. How are they going to know that? You're not me, you know. So I'm thinking they gotta have some kind of backup. So um, I guess the little finger thing we'll have to do for now. Maybe it's a quicker <laughs> technology. I'm not too sure. You know? I, you know, they'll figure out a way to go ahead and get around that as well eventually. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they'll they'll be scanning your eyeball or something like that. But I do think that you now know, that would be cool. <laughs> I'll be all right with that. Like know? Minority Report. Kind yeah, of thing. scan my eyeball because every I I retina thing is unique and mm-hmm. stuff and. You know, everything's that stored in my eyeball. It'd be stored on a computer that's attached to the recognition of my eyeball, right? Mm-hmm. So hopefully, nothing will ever get lost. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, you know. Um, but you know, part of what I was thinking about with the idea of doing the, these wristbands, and, and what I do kind of like about that is that you have these wristbands. It obviously has your information on it. You're coded. Yeah. And wherever you go, you're being <laughs> scanned, even without you knowing you're being scanned. Right. But it would also be cool is if, you know, and I heard them talking about this before, is if you went like um, 
to a character meet and greet and Snow White just knew your name. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah that would be neat. What, you walked in there and like, oh, like hi, the, yeah. Lily. You know, so good that you came to Or the see Talking me. Mickey would be able uh, to say, yeah, that kind of stuff. That's, uh, that's exactly. excellent. And, and part of having this wristband on would be really cool is if like, you know, you walked through um, a queue. Like they have all these interactive queues now. And boom, without even you even knowing you're triggering something, some little... Let's say you're going through Pandora and yeah. some little plant, you know, just all of a sudden turns, looks, bows down and says, hey, Kevin. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> welcome to our, you know, <laughs> welcome to Pandora. Or if you're walking through and you're just married and the little, the little leaves make a heart. <laughs> yeah, something. And I'm just saying, like, now that your information is coded, now, like, you know, you're just going to be scanned and different little things are going to come up with little things for. Little experiences are going to start to happen. Little experiences yeah, are going to start to happen. Individualized experience, I should say. Right. Um, you're gonna walk through like um, I want to the example I was using like I don't know if Disneyland's doing this kind of thing I don't yeah. think so but the example I was gonna be like if you walk through Toontown and like little mailboxes would say like you know hey Danny right <laughs> like yeah welcome back Danny right, right. Again, Danny like little things like the windows just said, said something or the post office box you know it's like whatever it was that just kind of talked to you as you walked through there yeah that would be kind of cool but um. Yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of curious to see. Uh, it, it's an evolving technology. It's a new world. Yeah, it'll, it'll take a little while to iron out, but it took a little while for Test Track to get stuff ironed out. So, <laughs> you know, I remember when they first opened, man, it was always down for this, that, and the other. And now it's pretty much, you know, almost guaranteed to start going. <coughs> Oops. Oops. Sorry about that. Yep, Danny was picking up the Halloween candy and knocked the microphone. So I'm that's what that was. Mr. Good Bar. Oh, I love Mr. Goodbars. I know you, you kind of talked me into having one. Yeah, it's yummy. Well, while you're doing that, while you're on that search, I found a little thing on Dizzy's website because I was curious about this too. Can uh, The question is, can I reuse my Magic Banner card the next time I visit Walt Disney World? And the answer they gave is yes. If you have a Magic Banner card that you like and it's in working condition, you can continue to use it when you return to Walt Disney World Resort. You know, it's kind of it kind of reminds me of my Disney dollars I get from my my um <clears throat> my Disney Visa Record card. I have the little card that you can dump the, the gift card that you can dump the Disney dollars on, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's reloadable. Or I guess like a reloadable gift card is a bit the easier way. You know, the, if you get it, if you have a Magic Band, it still works because it works on the RFID technology. Then you know, if you buy subsequent tickets in the future or reservations, you could definitely link it to that same thing. You know, it's it's almost like bringing the old PhotoPass card that you used to, or you were using the trip before back. Which I've done, and you know it works out just fine. But yeah, th- I think that could be a good thing. So let me ask you something. Um, like, is that also included in the in the Magic Band? What's that? The little, um, you know, like you get your Disney points from your Visa card. Oh, and they I don't give know. you that little card, and you you have your points down there. They're Disney dollars. I haven't read anything about it, but the, I don't I don't see that. I mean, I I I, w- I wouldn't see why that wouldn't happen in the future. I use like a triple negative, but I could have said. I can see that happening in the future for them being able to link my Magic Man, if it works, to my Disney dollars <clears throat> kind of deal, transferring it over to that particular account. See, the way I'm thinking of it is because like, like they give you that card and it's almost like a little credit card. Yeah, pretty much. So you can put that on on um, on your card, like yeah. on, on your band, and use that. It's like, you know, because like, that's what you do. You attach a credit card to it, and that's your go-to card. Right, right. So you can just attach it to it, and it should work just fine, I would think. Yeah, it links the, yeah, it links the band to that particular number, which is in the computer and file. So I don't see why they couldn't do that with the Disney dollars, the reward dollars you get from the Visa card. Visa. <laughs> the Visa card kind of deal. Um, 
Yeah, that's interesting. I, I I don't see why that wouldn't happen in the future. Yeah, I can I, see them doing that. I'm kind of looking forward to seeing what you think about it. I mean, I I want to I want to experience <laughs> it, no doubt. But um, yeah, I'm still waiting for the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train to get on. Yeah, 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 yeah. I kind of saw Disney when it, it you know the. That there just seems to be that real that hole like right smack dab in the middle of Fantasyland that I wish I want them to, to, to finish fix with yes, before yeah, I go back it, yeah. over there. That makes sense. I can understand that. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, so I, I wanted to talk about the Magic Band. So just kind of get some information on it. A lot of it you can find online, and a lot of it we just kind of told you the stuff that you can put on there. It's like an all-in-one place for all the stuff that you need as you're going into the parks: tickets, fast passes, photo passes, plus all linked into my Disney experience. And if you have the app. You could definitely use that for regulating your FastPass pluses and this, that, and the other, and everything else. Um, so this is kind of like a, a pre-trip idea of these magic bands and our thoughts before I actually go what down there. What if you there don't a have a smartphone? Um, well, I guess you, they're, supposedly they're going to have kiosks in a park where you can access your my Disney experience through the kiosk. Now, uh, I, I was reading on a couple of sites. And the time that they went, which was maybe like sometime in October, they said they, they, they had trouble finding a kiosk. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they asked a cast member and they said there should be rolling out more kiosks soon mm-hmm. and in very near future, you know. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have necessarily a smartphone, then you, you can use those kiosks. But, you know. You know, the one thing I don't like about this, this, this uh, what you call it? Um, magic bands or well, my no, experience I, I don't have a problem with the magic bands what i have a problem with is being able to do the the, the fast pass and advance kind of thing that's the one thing i have a problem with because i mean I, I'm, I'm just going to go with the idea that my understanding is is that every every day yeah they're only allowed to release a certain amount of fast passes for different attractions right yeah, yeah. so if you can already book them online that doesn't change what they're allowed to offer in the park right right so again once once more it's like you know it used to be like okay you want to go ride toy story getting there when the park first opens right now it's like okay you want to ride toy story make sure you book it yeah <laughs> six months in advance or whatever right. it is and that's that's the one thing i have a problem with is being now it used to be like you know i know when we used to plan it out it was um okay let's let's plan our day on you know what restaurants we're going to be able to get into and so right. what restaurants you were able to get into determine which parks you were going to be on on what day right but now you're you you're, you're you're kind of doubling down in the sense and you're saying, okay, what restaurants am I going to be able to get into determines which parks I'm going to be in the, be at that day. Right. Unless there's no reason to go to Epcot because we can't get in the store and because the fast pass is already sold out. Right. So we don't want to go to Epcot if we can't get in one of the better rides in Epcot. So there's no so, point in making a revision. So there's no point. So yeah. Exactly. So it seems like, you know, you're, you're, you're just going to constantly be chasing your own tail. Now yeah. I could be wrong on this. Maybe they advanced ticket purchases for, Fast passes uh, are not going to work quite like that, but mm-hmm. um, if it's anything like the reservation system, that stuff disappears quickly. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, I know that the people that use that my Disney experience or Fast Pass Plus can only book three Fast Passes per day in yeah, one but, park. Yeah, but I mean, okay, let's say prior to you know my Magic Plus. Yeah, how many Fast Passes did you generally get in a day? Three at three, most. Probably three, yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, you were forced to wait that that gap of time, yeah, like yeah. whether it was an hour and a half or two hours or whatever it was. Right. Now there's no gap to wait. Right. Now you can book your three plus whatever you do when you're in the park, right? Right. I, th- I believe so, yeah. Yeah, so there you go. <laughs> <coughs> Make sure you book those passes. Yeah, well, I'll be curious to see. I'm, I'm a, 
definitely look into that this weekend and uh, next time we record we'll definitely talk about it well now that we're a recognized podcast seventh and, and number seven in the search <laughs> next, while you're there i mean again bring the portable podcaster oh yeah i am and and make sure to talk to a lot of uh cast members you know? absolutely just say hey listen we're part of a disney podcast tell us a little bit about this uh you know my, my magic my, plus tell us a little bit about these magic bands tell us a little bit about you know I, you know what i'd like you to do while you're over there what's that ask the the, the cast members uh, at uh pirates of the caribbean about yeah. george about george george the the ghost oh the ghost yeah the, the ghost. one they have to say hi and bye to exactly or good night yeah oh, okay a couple of george stories you know a couple of different things while you're over there george stories huh mm-hmm. yeah see, let me see what i can do see if you can find something i know with the little ones we we don't we don't ever we hardly ever ride pirates to be honest y'all don't ride. we don't yeah they, they're not big into the pirates thing i mean i think i took them on it last time i didn't quite like the drop uh yeah you see now, <laughs> and and that's kind of where i'm at too is yeah. where it just they're they're young enough and they can there's certain things that they can do over there but you know too young to really enjoy the parks like lily unfortunately for me my lily yeah kevin's got a lily i've got a lily uh, have both lilies. of them are about the exact same age for the most part yeah. yeah i mean it's a couple of months different yeah but my lily i mean it's like the, the good thing about being able to take them to the parks is that okay um maybe they can't ride space mountain maybe right. they can't ride splash mountain maybe they can't ride uh pirates without getting a little freaked out by the right. drops but at least they can go meet mickey and meet Minnie right. and give hugs and you know take pictures and be yeah. so happy my little one is freaked to hell yeah. out about you know she loves mickey likes yeah. watching mickey Minnie and goofy on tv thinks it's they're the greatest knows them all plays with their action figures loves uh-huh. the toys when she sees them in real life she hides, she runs, she freaks. Not a big fan, huh? Not a big fan. Of, they, they're just, I guess it is, there's something in that little head of hers that says, this is not what I saw on TV. They're supposed to be little. They're supposed to look a lot. Their 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 faces should not be frozen like this. Should be as big as me. Yeah, yeah they yeah. should be about as big as me, and they should be a little bit more active. Their faces should not be frozen in this comatose stare. Interesting. So, <laughs> I think that's uh, that's my so my my little girls unfortunately at yeah. this age, and that's kind of like what I was saying is like maybe when we go back, we'll go back uh, after they've opened up uh, Snow White. Uh, the, yeah, the, the be mind train by because yeah. by then hopefully she'll be ready. So yeah. because if, if you can't enjoy it from a character standpoint and you can't enjoy it from a ride standpoint, there's only so many times you can ride freaking Small World. Yeah. <laughs> now will she will she get on Peter Pan? Yes, she loved Peter Pan. Okay, yeah, mine likes Peter Pan too, but you need a fast pass for that. Yeah, one. I was gonna say, but I mean, good luck. Just I mean, like that's the good thing about oh, I. I, I'm really stretching the word good thing here. Yeah. Uh, that That's the good thing about Small World is that you can pretty much just ride it, get off, and get right back on. Get right back on, yeah. Peter yeah. Pan, you can ride it, you can get off, you can wait about 40 minutes, yep. and then you can ride it again. And then you can get off, and you can wait about another 40 minutes and ride it again. Well, you know, I'm hopeful on my trip, because uh, I went Thanksgiving maybe a couple years back, but the last hour of the park being open was perfect. Uh-huh. Peter Pan still had a wait, but it was not like a forever wait. Was it like uh, magic hours? No, it wasn't magic hours either. Really? It was like the last part because they were open late hours during Thanksgiving week, right? Oh, okay. It was busy. Okay. It's late hours. But now. for some, I guess it's after the fireworks and all that, mm-hmm. the parades, um, the park pretty much empties, you know? And then that last hour, 
I, I I might have mentioned this before, but we I mean we hit like six different rides in Fantasyland. This is back before they expanded it and stuff, you know, of yeah. course. But we hit six different attractions within, I guess, in Fantasyland and in and Tomorrowland and stuff too, easily, mm-hmm. you know, and within that last hour, even Dumbo twice, you know, it was <laughs> like, oh, this is cool, you know. So hopefully, I'm gonna test that theory and see if it still holds up now on this Thanksgiving trip. See if the last hour, because the way it works, I mean, we'll we'll go out all day, we'll play, and then we'll take really long naps. And then you'll get you get up around dinner time, and then the kids are still wired, so they go off, and so you know they, they don't get cranky like some of the other ones do um, when they're that late or whatever else because they've slept so much. You know, mm-hmm. we just sleep in in the morning and stuff and everything like that. Sleep is good with us. <laughs> you know, we like to sleep in, and you know, we usually get a late start. We hardly. I always say I want to make rope drop one day, but it's very hard for me to make rope drop right now. Yeah. Maybe well, one day and far in the future, but right now, my rope drop ain't going to happen. They have that whole opening <laughs> ceremony that I've never, ever, ever been able to make it over there to see. Yeah, I've only seen it on YouTube, and that's yeah, about it. Yeah. And, and you know what? That's fine. Yeah, I'm okay I'm with, with that. Because <laughs> we usually end up having late nights anyway, so we should kind of balance that with a late morning at the start. And it, it seems to work for us pretty decently. Oh, yeah. My, like we'll get in the park most days and my, my, my sister and my brother-in-law and their kids, they, they always get there first thing and they're always, they're just early risers and they, they yeah. get everything by the time you get there and it's just like, yeah, no, I, I need the, the late sleeping. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't work without that. And the time change for us works pretty well because I mean, you know, their nap time is normally two o'clock, uh, but when we go over to Florida, it's, it's technically kind of like three o'clock. You know, so uh, it's a little bit later in the evening. So they wake up from their nap, like, you know, usually four o'clock our time, five o'clock their time. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, it almost seems like it has the illusion of being later. Mm-hmm. You know, sleeping later, but it's actually the same time at home. Yeah. And they go to bed usually at eight o'clock, nine o'clock. You know, it's 10 o'clock in Eastern time. So it's like, yeah, the, the park's usually open by nine or 10 or something like that. They're mm-hmm. still going, you know, in that last hour because at home they're still up usually you know personally i think the parks are more beautiful at night oh i love it i love the parks at night all the lights and everything else you know i can't wait to see the castle with the the icicles and everything else you know the snow that's gonna be freaking beautiful i can't wait and i I seriously looking forward to it anyway um speaking of which on a trip and, and by trip i mean traveling around the property in and of itself yeah walt loved trains right Yes, he did. It, this is well known. He's a big fan of trains and everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, there's monorails in Walt Disney World, yeah? There are. They're quite expensive to build. Mm-hmm. Um, so they've never really expanded the monorail system because they're very expensive. It was like about, what, a million dollars per mile or whatever else they said. I, I think I read once. I the heard that to build, too, yeah. but I thought it was like that was like kind of like an urban legend kind of thing. Where was it, it an urban legend? Well, I, my understanding was it wasn't really quite that bad. But still very pricey. Still very pricey, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, how come they didn't build more trains in lieu of the monorail systems? Now, granted, I give them, I'm give them one thing. Trains kind of have to sit on the ground more often or not mm-hmm. than monorails. Monorails are a highway in the sky. Right. You know, trains sit on the ground more or less, and so they'll be crossing more roads and all this kind of business. But why couldn't you have uh, more trains connecting where the monorails wouldn't? Like almost an increase in public transportation kind of business. Maybe not like an L or a subway type system because you don't want something like that. But like an old-fashioned steam train I think would be pretty killer. You know what I mean? You want them to connect each of the parks with an old-fashioned train. Well, maybe not each of the parks. You could probably even go with it as storyline. 
Um, like from Magic Kingdom to Epcot, the monorail is fine, right? Mm-hmm. Because the Epcot's kind of futuristic, and so it dumps into the future side of Epcot. So I mean, it, it, that whole sleek look of the monorail train works fine. Mm-hmm. Um, say like going from the studios to Animal Kingdom. You know, why couldn't you take a, a a train ride from Hollywood, California, so to speak, going into the the wilds of Africa or something like that? You know what I mean? I, I'm going to say, like, because of all the interstates and, and freeways and, mm-hmm. and roads that they have, I mean, they'd have to pretty much... They'd have know. to change the infrastructure of the, of the entire place. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, that I think that's why they, they, they wouldn't do that. That's, that's a good idea behind the monorail yeah. is that... You just go, you just over. go up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You go over the track, so it doesn't matter. You know where the, where the uh, what you call it the um, it doesn't matter where the roads are. You just go over the road. So I think that's probably that probably has a whole lot to do with. Um, but there should be what? ways to engineer it. I think you know if you can have a water bridge, you can you can fix the infrastructure to go through a water bridge. Yeah, you know the water bridge that connects Bay Lake to Seven Seas Lagoon. And the like the little road that, that where you take a bus to go to Magic Kingdom. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. You go through yeah, that little yeah. tunnel, but yeah, it's yeah. actually it's a bridge it's a, for the water to go across. Right, right. Not necessarily a tunnel for the cars to go under. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if they can have a water bridge, they can figure out the infrastructure to get a railroad train to work. But why not just stick with the monorail? Because it's expensive, right? <laughs> Isn't that yeah, the whole but, reason why they never expanded it? But is it any more expensive than say creating like you know like a, a like making the road dip underneath railroad tracks? But that I mean, oh, you know, I guess not. But I'm I'm also thinking about overall expense for runtime. Like I wonder how much the, it causes, uh, how much it costs electricity to run the monorail on a daily basis for versus a self-powered machine. Like say if it's a, a, a true steam train thing, I mean, just cost water, mm-hmm. whatever the cost of water is. But it seems like Disney has enough land there to reclaim water and keep reusing it. Mm-hmm. Either, you know, RCID kind of business so i mean or even so i mean they well they, i guess di- they couldn't go with a diesel type train because that would cost a lot of money in and of itself for the fuel mm-hmm. you know and granted you know another thing i was thinking of maybe they didn't do trains because of the the pollution aspect of it but i mean you know ste- it's a steam train well also if you've got like a, a train full of people going over you know going through roads and everything like that i mean it's kind of a little unsafe right i mean unless you kind of close them with you know close them within the train Oh when, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you say train, I'm thinking of like the train that circles the park. Oh well, you know, it's a similar nature of that time period, but you know, with a closed car. Because I mean, you know, you think about the cross country trains that used to go this country. I mean, there were mm-hmm. a lot of closed cars, you know, that that were pulled by steam mm-hmm. and that kind of business. So I'm thinking something like that would be actually kind of neat. I mean, heck, I'll take a train the size of the one in City Park here in New Orleans. It's a little bitty toy train thing, <laughs> you know, that maybe with cars that sit maybe four people in it, whatever else. Mm-hmm. But you know, I, I mean, heck, a train would be pretty killer. I think. I, you, know, you know, I wouldn't have a problem with it because I do think that there needs to be a better way of doing. It, it is ridiculous, like when you go to say um, Epcot and you need to get to the studios because you have a reservation right. that you have to go for, to Epcot, take a bus to the nearest hotel, wait at that hotel for a bus that then can take you to the Hollywood studio. Either that or walk to the back of the Epcot and take the boat all the way to the studios, which you has 10 million too, stops or, too. Yeah, yeah. It, there's always some kind of nonsense that you got to go through and there's, there's two to three different you know means that you need to go through in order to get there. Um, I wouldn't have a problem with the train aspect of it. I think that would be, a, a, you know. A mass mover of some sort would be good, I think. A people mover? 
You know, yeah, I was also <laughs> thinking, you know, between Epcot and the studios, why not put a little Pete Mobile movie or something happening? I'd love to see, like, you know, like one of those little things where, you know, it, it's too bad this Utilidors don't connect. Right. You know, it's like where you can go underground and get to your... Uh, and get to your destination. Oh, how fun would that be if they built oh, a tunnel through underground to get to Hollywood Studios? That would be great. Yeah. But, you know, again, I, I don't know. I, I would rather just see them go ahead and pay for the monorail. I'd like to see them do that, too. <laughs> uh, I like the monorail thing. It's unique. It's different. But, you know, I wouldn't mind an old-fashioned steam train cruise, trucking around the uh, property as a mass mover. Well, I mean, that's what they're doing over at Universal where they're going to be connecting <laughs> one part to That's what gave me the idea. Exactly. Ah. That's what gave me the idea because uh, somebody was, t- I think it was Ricky was talking about the whole universal experience. I'm like, wait a minute, Walt loved trains. Mm-hmm. Why don't we have more trains in the freaking parks well, or in the world, so to speak? Because with Walt, there was always a one park. Walt never had two to three parks within one right. you know, location. If he did, transportation was a big thing with Walt. I yeah. mean, it, you know, he had. One park, he had Disneyland. There was a train circling Disneyland. Within yeah. that train, you had all, you, you had the, the, the little car racers. Within that, you had the little monorail to bring you back and forth from your hotel. Right. But beyond that, you had the little people mover over there that would take you around yeah. the park. Transportation was big for him. So, I mean, if, if he would have lived to have seen it. He might have done something oh, like that. Oh, he would have definitely done something in order to go ahead and, and, and facilitate travel. But I just he, he was never around to see that. Yeah. Um. He was never around to see that through. I'm mean, shoot. I mean, if we would have got the version of Epcot that Walt wanted, uh, I don't even think that we would be having this kind of conversation right, right now. Right. I mean, I don't know that what it would be fascinating just to think what Disney World would have looked like had he still been around. Had he still been around? I mean, I've seen some of the presentations of the original Epcot and all the different transportation yeah. systems that they had for underground um, transport, and you can see Walt. Right, you know, laying it all out, uh, and and it's fascinating. And transportation was always a, a big, 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 big thing for him. Yeah. So I know for a fact that even if you know, if I would love to see what his thing was, if they, if they would have threw the original concept for Epcot just right out the window, and you yeah. weren't deal with what you had now, yeah, no, he he would have definitely figured out something to make it a little bit more convenient. Because as it is, I mean, you know. He, he was the kind of person who just never wanted you to have a bad time in his parks. Yeah. And now you understand that when you go to Disney World, you understand that you, you're going to have a bad time sitting there waiting for your bus. Right. Not, not so much a bad time, but you're going to have that point where you're like, I'm paying this much money. It's been right. 20 minutes and there still isn't a bus. You right. know? And if I get a bus, will I even be able to sit down right. on the bus? Right, right. Good Lord, my knees hurt. Yeah. <laughs> so... Because um, I'm just picturing this, man. You know the main gate coming off of Highway 192, right? Mm-hmm. And you had the, the Mickey sign and all that kind of business. How cool would it be if that was part of like a train trestle? And as you're about to drive under it, you see like a big old Disney train just kind of chugging along and the little whistle toots. Doot, doot. You know, you're coming <laughs> along and all kind of people in there. Mm-hmm. And it just disappears into the woods. Because there's all kind of woods in and around. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I, th- I think there could be a way to work it in. I, I definitely do think so as well. I just, I just don't think they'll, they'll ever invest in anything like that because right. that's not going to make them any money. Right. It, it'll just make it a lot easier for us. Yeah. <laughs> and it make it a lot more enjoyable for us and we'll get a lot more bang out of our buck, but that's not quite what they're interested in. I think yeah. they're, they're going to be, they're investing their money and, you know, paying Jim Cameron to think of rides that we would rather not have. <laughs> well, see, that, yeah. There's a the thing. There's, they need a mass mover to get people to where they can make money, I guess. Right. Wait, say one more time. They need a, some kind of mass mover to take uh, people to where, like, say, the Avatar Land. You know, make it mm-hmm. even more accessible than waiting for a bus. 
Yeah, but why do they want to get us there faster? Because it, it, if, if we get there when we get there, that means less wait times. That le- means less unhappy. I mean, the, you know, less, uh, what you call it, uh, less problems, the less people that are able to get to it. So, I mean, mm-hmm. the longer it takes for you to get in their park and start, you know, exhausting their resources, I mean, the better for them. Yeah, true. I guess that makes sense. I mean, um, I'm, I'm not saying that, 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 that they're that devious and cunning. I'm just saying the money isn't in the solution to the problem. I mean, the solution to the problem, it's our problem. That's right. not their problem. Their problem is in continuing to invent things that will keep us coming back to the park. All a, a better transportation system does is allow us more of an ease of getting around the park, but it's not necessarily like I need to go back to Disney. Why? Well, because I can get around a little bit better mm-hmm. now. It, it needs to be more of I need to go back to Disney. Why? Because I want to ride that new Pandora thing where I get to ride a Banshee. Yeah. You know, I think that's. But would a train save money in respect to like bus fuel? So in that sense, they're kind of not really. Ma- they're kind of making money in the fact that they're saving it. Now that's uh, now, but isn't the the gas fuel that they isn't the fuel they use like a biodiesel kind of thing? Yeah, or? something like that. Uh, on the buses. Yeah, I guess so. I know in the the Kilimanjaro Safari trucks they do. Mm-hmm. They use a biodiesel truck thing, but I can't remember on the regular Disney buses. Oops, I thought for me. sure that they did, but I mean, think no, about you're probably right. Yeah, but even still, that's got to be that can't be cheap, huh? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, is the honest question. I mean, is the honest answer to your question? I don't know, but I, I do think that um, I think the cost of doing that is probably <coughs> going to be better than if, like, I mean, because think about all the people they're going to have. Like, okay, so let's say we're going to put in a train system across from Epcot to Hollywood Studios, from Hollywood Studios to the Animal Kingdom, from the Animal Kingdom back to Magic Kingdom, mm-hmm. from Magic Kingdom over to say. Um, the studios. Well, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. But think about all the construction that's going to be going on in around yeah. the property, and how many people are going to be complaining about that too. Yeah. Well, they'd be doing. I'm sure they do it in phases. Mm, well, I would hope so. You know, they. I think they would do it like, like leg at a time, like the Epcot to the Studios link, and then uh, the the Animal Kingdom to Hollywood Studios like kind of thing. But I mean, people forever have been talking about this. I've been talking about. Why can't we branch all this together? Yeah. Why, why, why is there only going to be three resorts connected via monorail? Why is there only two parks connected via monorail? How come we can't do better than this? And it's just nothing has ever happened on that. And every time they invest money back into the park, it's always it's, it's always being put as a reason for us to come back to the park. Right. Or, or for a way for them right. to streamline better what they're, what they're doing to get people through faster and faster. I don't know that... Um, them getting us from park to park more easily and more conveniently for us is high on their priority list. I'm right. not saying it shouldn't be. I'm just saying I don't know that it is. That they want to do that. Because I'm like you're saying, I look at a Disney map and they could totally have a train line that goes from Epcot to Studios to Animal Kingdom down mm-hmm. in the south. And that's it. You don't even have to go to Magic Kingdom. You want to go to Magic Kingdom, take a bus or take a transfer over at Epcot mm-hmm. Center You know, to get to the, uh, um, <clears throat> what does you call it? Uh, uh, to, to get the magic, yeah, yeah, to, to get yeah. to the TCC, right, right, right. And you know, even with that, I would take a little people mover system to get to the front from the front of Epcot to the back of um, Epcot to World <laughs> Showcase. You know, I'd yeah. take it from the monorail station all the way to the back to the train station. 
Because I'm sure you'd want to put the train station somewhere in World Showcase, right? Because mm-hmm. I don't think the train station would fit so well in Future World. Well, it's like you know, it's like being able to take that boat ride from one side of the World Showcase <clears throat> to the other side of the World Showcase. It's probably quicker to just walk. It is, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. What's? It's not like there's a whole lot to see there on that ride. No. Nope. Um. So what's the point in doing it? It's just something to gobble people up with. Right. Yeah, just something to do. Yeah. It's something to, t- to divert people. There are those people doing that, so that frees up some extra room yeah. at another place. I mean, th- there really is no point in doing it. I, me- I remember one time us doing it, like, two to three times, thinking it was saving us some time, and us being like, you know, finally we looked at it, and was like, what time is it? And it's like, really? And yeah, that's what like we do? We slow, just yeah. rode this thing back two to three times? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, I think slow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even in, uh, when you're traveling along the uh, Crescent Lake, you know, from Epcot to Studios, I mean, that sucker's slow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, especially when it makes all the different stops and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. It, com- it becomes like nap time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, but they do that exact same thing, yeah. I mean, you, with the bus system, depending on where you stay. Like, yeah. Uh, I remember complaining about staying at the boardwalk because you'd stay at the boardwalk and you got four different stops to make. I mean, right. if they're not concerned about the convenience of you being able to get from your room i mean your from you being able to get from your hotel to the park and back they're not even concerned about that they're like oh you stayed at the you stayed at the boardwalk one of our you know yeah. nice size facilities you're pay, paying a ton of money yeah yeah you're gonna be riding the bus with the swan the dolphin and the yacht and beach club both sides right. you've got four stops good luck right and then <laughs> it's like man that just added what another 40 minutes to my travel time. Right. If they don't care about that, yeah. they're not going to care about how you got from you know, the studios to Epcot. Right. Then, you know. No, that's true. Yeah, I, I could see that. It's, you know, I'm just thinking, you know, they, they could probably, you know, where they're all environmentally conscious and stuff, they could probably, uh, if they could keep less buses running or keep less cars driving from park to park, you know, in a, in a fun and interesting way that'd be appealing to the customer, you know. Like if I saw a choo-choo train going from one park to another, man, yeah, I'd want to ride it. Uh, you know, same thing with the monorail. Every time I see that monorail shooting around, it's like, yeah, I want to ride it. Keeps another car off. It fits with their environmental Disney conservation project kind of deal. You know, less fossil fuels being burnt in in their park. Because I mean, you know, that's a high traffic area as well, Disney World. You know, and there's no doubt. And so I'm sure there's a lot of greenhouse gases and this, that, and the other that take an effect mm-hmm. that I'm sure would fit in some part of the mold. Yeah, it's not saving them or making them any money, but at the same time, it's kind of going along with their other projects and stuff that they do, you know? I, I'd love to see it. I'd absolutely love to see it. That'd be fun. A nice red train or something like that. Well, when you go to guest services, you should... I you should, should tell them You that. should tell them about that. Or if I Just, run into Joe Rodeo, I'll tug on his little thing that's hanging from his hair and say, <laughs> hey, man. I got an idea for you. Check this out. <laughs> don't talk too hard. That thing's barely hanging on there. <laughs> but, you know, just don't write Disney corporate. Because I remember Aaron one time wrote him. Oh, yeah? And they, like, they, they he wrote him back. He wrote him suggesting something. I can't remember what it was. Something had happened. And yeah. he wrote them with a suggestion. He got a nice little letter back from Disney lawyer saying, whereas we appreciate it, we cannot even read your suggestion. Because just reading it means that if we ever did anything like it, you could sue us and say that you stole it. So we didn't even read your little thing. So you need to go ahead and... Please don't send us any more of these. Thank you. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. It's basically, yeah. If we want your opinion, we'll tell you what it is. Right, <laughs> kind of right. kind of letters. So, oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I guess I guess you could, if they if you, they used it, you could def, they could definitely say that it was your idea to begin with. Oh, absolutely. I wish I you know I wish Aaron was here so I could get him to tell the story. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I remember him when he got the letter back, just being like, 
whoa, I didn't expect Disney to stick its legal team on me just because I proposed a suggestion right. for whatever it was. I can't remember what it was. And that's why we have a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can air out all our ideas and, the, you know, there it is, done. Hmm. Yeah, it doesn't really affect them, this, that, and the other. Anyway, choo-choo train. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on board. All right, man. One last thing I want to chat before we leave here. And it's the whole concept of fill in all available space. Or <laughs> once you pick a row, go all the way down, filling in every available seat. I hate that. I was listening. What was that? I was listening to WW today on the way to your house, uh, to, on the way to the recording and stuff. And they were talking about um, they got some listener question about, you know, filling all available seats. You know, somebody was saying, is this really the best way they Disney's come up with to kind of filter people into the queue? But it's the best queue system. That, and, I'm, you know, that got to me. Th- it has nothing to do with the question that they asked, but it has got me thinking. It's like, all right, the queues that where they have you fill in all available space. Um, how many times have you gotten dirty looks when you've tried to fill in every available space? Have you ever gotten a dirty look? Or actually, I, somebody actually told me something when I was doing that. Wow, I want to hear this. No, I've never gotten the dirty look, but mo- mostly because most people are, are, are trying like hell to not maintain eye contact. Right. You know, they're just trying to go ahead and get to the seat that they want to get to sit down and just pretend like they didn't hear whatever was said. Right. And then you've just kind of got to figure it out around them. Uh, Right. That's what I've noticed. All right. So here's my story with that. Uh, switch, uh, um, alien encounter. I think at the time it was either alien encounter or stitch. I can't remember which one, which version was, but anyway, it's that queue area. And if you remember that queue area, there's switchbacks Mm -hmm. and then you get dumped into this holding pen, you know, cause they measure out certain number of groups, for each of the shows, you know, that they do for Alien Counter or, or Stitch or whatever else. You go through the turnstiles, out of the switchbacks, into this holding pen, and the cast member always says, fill in all available space, yeah. you know. So in my mind, this makes sense because I've been through the attraction. I know that, you know, everybody's going to have a good seat. It doesn't really matter. The next room that we go into is just another big holding pen mm-hmm. with a pre-show, you know, with Admiral Clink and all that kind of business. Uh, but anyway... Uh, I, so the crowd gets through this turnstile and they, they form a, a line from the door of the first pre-show room to the turnstiles, you know, and, and of course nobody else can get through because everybody's in line and uh, the cast member says, fill in all available space. So I'm next. I'm like, I go around the line and go up to the front by the door. And some lady's like, hey, hey, hey you're supposed to stay in line. Da, 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 da. Give me all this kind of lip and stuff. And I'm like, but the cast member said, fill in all available space. This is all available space. <laughs> and that was all that was said between me and that, and that, and that lady because she didn't quite understand what that meant. I mean, well, she was American, so I don't know mm-hmm. why she didn't understand it. Because um, she kind of wanted to feel like she was first. Yeah, she said she was in line and everything. Yeah, we're in, yeah. we've been in line, da, 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 all this kind of, but it's like all available space. And I was, gonna, I was about to tell her that, look, you're going to get in. Don't worry. Well, this is a holding pen. You're definitely into the next pre-show and this, that. And there's two more rooms we got to get through before we get to the attraction. Uh-huh. And But before I could get that out, the cast member said, please fill in all available se- uh, space. Da, 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 da. And she just had the funkiest look on her. It's like, oh, I can't believe all these people are cutting. Da, da, da. It's like, <laughs> honey, this is not that kind of attraction where yeah. you have to be next. If you make it to this holding pen outside here, I guarantee you're going to make it into the ride and then next up there's no you don't need to form a line at this point yeah she sounds like somebody who yeah she, she probably had never been on that attraction before yeah and, and really kind of you know regaled the idea of oh we got the front row seats right. and we're we're special and we're yeah you know, 
Sorry. Yeah, in this case, you really don't want the front row seats. I can tell you that. But if you want to go right ahead. But you were still all going. Yeah, that's, that, you know, you're probably right. She's never been on it. And, but I was, I was just thinking ahead. What part of filling all available space do you not understand? <laughs> you know? Well, but yeah, I, generally, when I've heard that, I've never heard it in terms of a, of a room. Like, I'm, like I know in, in the, on, ha- on the Haunted Mansion, they tell you that kind of. I can't remember if it's that the if that's the exact way they phrase it, but it's like well they they tell you to, to fill in, drag your bodies to the middle of the, the floor, dead center of the, the dead room, center yeah. of the room exactly, and and they try and they kind of get you all to kind of press up against them, yeah. <laughs> Which I, I'm not a big fan, and they, and, and they're right there is a, if you're gonna make an argument of hey I was one of the first people to walk in here and now I'm one of the last ones to get to the dune buggy because I was in the center of the room, yeah, and the door opened up you know that way so all these other people maybe you can make the argument there but uh generally when they say that it's always like you're going to a theater like you're going to fill her magic right right you're going to muppets you're going to one of those things and and you know well they had the big holding pens and stuff like that huh Uh, yeah so attractions that have all those big holding pens and everything well yeah i wasn't thinking about the holding pens i was more thinking like when you walk in through the theater and you go on through the seats oh well that's my next that's my next thing yeah that goes in the yeah filling all available seats yeah yeah, inclination is to sit in the middle right right yeah that was my next thing is like you know when they tell you to pick a row once you have picked a row go all to the very end of that row filling in every available seat and you always get the yahoo that sits right in the center Mm -hmm. and then a couple of times as of late actually usually before what will happen is that they'll you know the cast members will talk and then they'll get up and get to the end you know Mm -hmm. they'll be like i had the center and now you can't uh, but lately the past couple of trips i mean people have not gotten up so you've had to climb over them Mm-hmm. to get to where you needed to go, you know? And and granted, yeah, everybody wants to be in the center of the theater, but at the same time, it's like, I don't think there's a bad seat in that house. There isn't, but again, you're talking people about... People don't think that, yeah. Well, not only do they not think it, most of, you know, we think that people that go there are like us, who go there once, twice a year. And know what's up, And, yeah. and know what's up and really appreciate and really... Enjoy. I mean, most of these people that go there, they don't know. Yeah. They, they have no clue. I mean, that's why they say that it's so hard to get rid of things when they open it over there. Like, you know, yeah, it, it's because, you know, that's why you'll never see a Haunted Mansion yeah. holiday, because you don't want people coming in there like... I came for the Haunted Mansion. It's been and it's shut down on my one trip to Disney yeah. World. My once in a lifetime trip with my family, and we can't ride our favorite ride. Right, you know, that kind of thing. So you you constantly run into um, little problems like that as you're doing these things. But even more to the point, it's like people are just there's something about walking around and being in that heat. Right, right, <laughs> that just right. Is yeah, bring it does yeah. worse than you. Yeah, that does happen. And, and you just think when you get there, it's like, no, I wanted this. And that sometimes that's just that last straw. And if they go like, commando, yeah, they do commando style in the parks. I've got pushed from here. Exhausted, to the, yeah. Yeah, I got yeah. pushed from here to there. I got up earlier than I wanted to. I'm exhausted. I'm going to go back home. They're dragging me out. But damn it, no, I'm sitting right here and that's like you know like because i know when i go like you go during the summer and like it's just it's insane yes like i know when i go it's off season uh and and even then it's i can't even imagine going when you go because when i go that's too packed for me right and um you'll go in mickey's philhar magic and they'll be like drag yourself into the center and you're looking around and there's maybe six people behind you you're right like really i can't just take i gotta go all the way to the end so these six people behind me can you know what's funny about that it's like i've been there during off season they actually say go three quarters of the way i've never like, heard you've that. never heard that i've heard, never heard i heard that. that when was it i think it was the i went thanksgiving week a couple of years back because that same trip i was talking about 
um, with going to the last hour. And early in the week, you know, I went for the whole week. So early, like on that Sunday, it wasn't as, oh, I'm sorry, the Monday wasn't as busy because mm-hmm. people haven't gotten off school yet or they're still traveling that day to get down for Thanksgiving. Um, but yeah, it wasn't as crowded and I, you know, I'll go into Muppets and like, yeah, please proceed three quarters of the way down the row and, 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 and have a seat, <laughs> you know, or sometimes if it's late at night, I've heard just, uh, you know, have a seat quickly as possible. And that was it. You never heard those? No, uh, never that? once. That's wild. Yeah. I've gotten a couple of those things. I was like, really? I don't have to go to the end. Yeah. So oh, I just feel, sit wherever you want. <laughs> I've been in Muppets where Waldo's bouncing on people. Heads and there's no people and there's no people <laughs> but they still tell you yeah fill all available seats you know no kidding i i've gotten the three-quarter speech once a I, couple, few, couple of times actually never heard that before there and in bug's life i've heard it um uh, little mermaid mm-hmm. undersea adventures little mermaid i've gotten that wow you know uh, i've heard the three-quarter one more so than sit anywhere you want because usually when i'm there it's it's still pretty crowded but it's not – I think the last time I did it was a really off trip. I think it was like a weekend trip in September. Mm-hmm. And they said, yeah, just uh, quickly uh, quickly grab a seat, you know, and the attraction will start, da, 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 all this kind of business. So we just sat dead center, and that was it. Interesting. Which which attraction was that? This was – oh, which one was this? Um, this must have been – oh, I'm, I'm drawing a blank here. Oh, France? No, American Adventure. Oh wow! Yeah, I mean that's, that's a huge theater too. That, that, yeah, that that theater is is overwhelming. I've only been on that. I've only been to see that one time. Yeah, that's one of my favorite shows on property. It's it's just great. It's, it's know, a but great yeah, it is a massive theater, and I remember going there, and it was an off season, and I mean there were it was like maybe a handful of people, and they just yeah. said, yeah, just sit wherever you want, quickly and efficiently, though, please. You know, we're about to start the attraction. When we went there, not only was there, like like you said, like a handful of people, we went like, it was like extra magic hours. Oh, wow. Okay. That was one of the few things that was open. Like, you know, World Showcase pretty much shuts. You know, they can say extra magic hours all they want, but mm-hmm. I mean, really, that, that whole area is just about shut down. Yeah. That's one of my biggest complaints about, you know, extra, extra magic hours in Epcot really just means, you know, hang around future world right you know there's really not a whole lot like all the little beer vendors and food vendors and all that they go away and yeah you know uh really all you've got over there is yeah American it's mostly ab- for a test track and yeah the, the extra magic uh, so i didn't mean to cut you off but yeah mostly the extra magic hours for like test track and soaring and mm-hmm. uh, the few attractions that are still open in future world like i know universe of energy closes early regardless <laughs> yeah you know and that kind of stuff which is wild yeah, I mean, I don't know that there's too many people hanging around uh, for extra magic hours to right. see the three caballeros. I don't yeah. Mean, you know, Norway, as wonderful as it is, I really don't think people are hanging Although around. Although when it was El Rio de Tiempo, yeah, I'll, I'll now, go I, Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that, that to me is like everyone always harps on Figment as the one that they screwed up the most. Yeah. I still think that El Rio de Tiempo is one that they really messed really? up. Really? Yeah. Oh, they could have done, you know, they could have done so much better with that, but that need to just get characters and everything that they do, I swear. Yeah. Yeah. I liked El Rio de Jumbo. I thought uh, that was the, really cool. One of my favorite rides. The River of Time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it doesn't, when you think a River of Time, I don't know how that quite fit, uh, yeah. uh, except to say the attraction was a little dated. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and it totally could have been updated and made to look better and stuff like that, but I, I don't know what it was. Um, it was hokey looking back on it. And yeah. If you go on YouTube, you can see it. And it, okay, fine. It wasn't anything over overwhelmingly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, awesome, but you know, 
I don't know. There was something about that attraction that yeah. I, you know, I just remember it being the first attraction that me and my wife rode together huh. and her just being amazed by it, me being amazed by it. I mean, there's a certain sense of awe and wonder you have when you're floating along that little, you know, a little river, that past little river, restaurant kind yeah, of past thing. The yeah. restaurant, and it looks like you're going someplace eerie. And then, you know, all of a sudden that friendly music hits you and we sang it once before. I don't think we, I'm sure you got that somewhere. You yeah, I got that somewhere. Yeah, I don't know if to pull that, but, uh, yeah. oh, but you know, on, on Ellen's adventure, I've gotten that three quarters of the way down the row thing. I mean, that's another big, huge theater kind of uh, vehicle, too. Mm-hmm. But I've gotten that speech in there, too, as well. Because you know, sometimes, cause sometimes that, that place, that, that attraction is not as popular. Oh, so it's uh, not well, as crowded. Yeah, they need to fix that. I, mean, I don't know what they're planning on doing with Universal. Like, I never hear them talk. Like, of all the rides, you always hear they're going to update this, they're going to update that. You never hear about them updating Universe of Energy. Yeah. yeah. And... Yeah, you know, they really need because Bill Nye doesn't look like that anymore. No, he doesn't. Jamie Lee Curtis doesn't look like that anymore. Ellen doesn't look like that. anymore. No, Ellen, Ellen, but Ellen's closer than the other two. Like, true, the other two are true. pretty much gray. Ellen at least still has the the blonde hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, the other two. Good lord, I mean, Jamie Lee is just completely gray now. Right. I mean, uh, it's a it's still a cool little attraction. I like the story and how they do it. And, you know, I was listening to WDW Today guys again, and, you know, they say they probably don't mess with it much because it's a huge crowd gobbler. It's a people gobbler, you know? That'll take in, like, a large amounts of people on any given day, especially on busy days of the year. See, I've never noticed it taking in that many people. But, really? Uh, yeah, no. I mean, it, it always seems to be like, again, I go in off times, so. though. Yeah. Um, but just because I go in off times doesn't mean that Soren did not sold out of Fast Passes by 2 oh, o'clock. Right. And, and Toy Story Mania is the exact same way. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you can go during off hours and those, those attractions are, are yeah. still lit up. But I've never gone, I've never had a problem just going on to Universe of Energy whenever we wanted to. Yeah. And, um, I, you know, the only reason I like it is because it's a, yeah, I mean, I like the scenery. I like when the the cars start moving you through. Yeah, the, the dinosaur thing. Yeah. It, it's really kind of cool. But that at the same neat. time, it really, at this point, it has become just an, an excuse to just... Sleep? <laughs> not sleep, but just put your feet up and, and just enjoy not walking for a while. Right, right. Um, oh, I was going to say with that. Uh, I can't remember. Oh, well. No, I mean, oh, but yeah. Oh, in the summer. Yeah, I, I, when I went to that tri- Disney trip in June... Uh, that sucker was packed. That's the first time in a long time that I've seen all three sets of theater cars filled. Wow. Because, you know, they have six cars in there. You know, three rows, six cars. Last time I went in Mardi Gras, I think maybe they only had like four of the cars. No, two of the cars filled. The other four were just uh, empty. And so, But it was kind of funny just to see those things cruise along with nothing in them. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And I really do think that... Um, I really do think that one of these days we're going to have to try and kind of come up with the... You know, because part of what we, we try to do with this show originally was you do a new segment, you do an imagine. I mean, that's the whole, it's magic yeah. our way. Right. It is to reimagine that universe of energy. How would you reimagine? Yeah. That's I'm, a good question. We'll have to think about that. That would, that's, that's going to, that's not going to be an easy one to rethink. No, but if you have any suggestions and stuff for us to ponder upon, send it to magic at gmail.com and we'll definitely take that into consideration. But yeah, you know, I might think about that in the next few weeks. I definitely will. I mean, you'll be up there soon, so I mean, yeah. you, you can ride it and, and see what you think. But I mean, I, you know, whether you're just changing the layout mm-hmm. to be a little bit different, kind of like what they did with the Jeopardy upgrade, yeah. Um, whether or not you just want to completely wipe it, 
wipe the slate clean and do something, you know. I'd hate to lose that ride system, though, because that's so unique. It is. I mean, but, I mean, God, Future World just makes no sense anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Epcot as a whole really just doesn't make any sense anymore. It's like the, the land I mean, of everything. The hodgepodge of stuff? Yeah. I mean, the, the World Showcase, I mean, here it is years and years and years and years later, and none of them have. They, they spent the money to redo El Rio de Tiempo into the three Caballeros right. rather than spend the money to put another ride in one of the other pavilions. We still have the exact same two rides. Right. And in the, in the what two movies that no one sits through? Three, I think. Yeah, maybe three. Okay. Yeah, Norway America, has a ride. I, I, I'm, I'm, a movie, yeah. It's Norway. Well, if you count American Adventure, France, and Canada, they all have movies. And China, and China. That's China. four movies. Yeah, four movies. Wow, it just shows you how much I, I know. Yeah. <laughs> well, I hardly ever see those movies anymore. I mean, I'm sure they're great. Like I have yet to see the Martin Short Canada one. Yeah, if I wanted to, I'd go on YouTube yeah. and watch that. I mean, is that really something I need to be in the theater to see? I don't think so. Uh, you don't want to experience a circle vision? <laughs> three sixty circle vision? I remember that was all the thing back in the eighties. Yeah, like, because three sixty. Wow. Well that maybe that'll be the gimmick of the new sequels to Avatar. It's yeah. like, okay, we did three D the first time, we were able to get people how we're gonna get them this time? Three D circle vision. Three D circle vision, but you have to stand. Yeah. Why do you have to stand <laughs> so you can see all three sixty? But I've been standing in the parks all day. Oh well, don't sit on the handrails. Oh <laughs> lean rails, they call it. Not handrails, lean rails. Lean rails? Yeah. So you're supposed to lean on it if you wanted to in those 360 things. But you can't sit on them. You got to lean on them, you know, and stuff like that. But anyway, um, it was, oh, yeah, you know, I was, that's another thing I was thinking of, too. Why, uh, if um, Since Kodak's no longer around, really, mm-hmm. doesn't Mount Fuji have a chance of existing now? <laughs> since, you know, it's not going to have a, any kind of conflict of interest since Kodak's not really around and Fujifilm... Probably isn't around either because they're they're the same company. Yeah, you know everything's gone digital and stuff. You know why couldn't they um, get get some roller coaster at Japan? Uh, because they're just never gonna do it. Yeah, I, mean, I I don't understand why. How come we haven't gotten a new pavilion? Yeah, there's I mean, that too. Yeah, forget about like just the attractions. I mean, the Rhine River that you were supposed to get in uh, <laughs> yeah in Germany that would be nice. Yeah, that would that would have been so cool. I mean, there's so much that they could really do with that to kind of really kind of flesh that out because what you're getting is like a third of what you should have gotten. Yeah. And they just haven't made any significant upgrades or changes or additions to that thing since it's open. The only thing that they did that I know of is is rip the guts out of El Rio de Tiempo. It's <laughs> the only thing I've known. I mean, Food and Wine Festival, yeah. they do that now. I mean, and, and that's cool. And again... And that's part of uh, that's part of the reason why Disney World. I mean, as great as it is, it does have its fallbacks. Whereas Disneyland, it being such a regional thing, they can afford to do new things and try out new things and, and shift it as it's working. Right. Whereas with Disney World, it's like if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right. You know. Okay. Maybe you know. Maybe we could use another pavilion. Maybe we could use a little a ride on these. Is it is it affecting overall numbers? No. Yeah. Is it going to bring in this meme? No. Okay. Well, then why not just go ahead and do this or do right, that? Right. 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 So, I don't know, man. I I, I kind of I would hope that one day, but I mean, Epcot. It really is. It's scary to think, but you know, Epcot and Hollywood Studios are two theme parks, really, whose themes are have been cast away. Right. I mean, they they really have no theme anymore. Right. And it's a shame too. But I mean, that might be a topic for another show another day. And Animal Kingdom's going that exact same route because what the hell the people of Pandora have to do, the Navi of Na- Pandora have to do with animals. 
<laughs> I mean, come on. That mean we're we're calling them animals as well? Isn't They're that, aliens. Wrong. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's it's, it's sci-fi if yeah. anything. But. but anyway, back to original topic. Look. If oh, the, we had the a cast topic? Me- yeah, the cast the cast member says fill in all available space. Just do it. <laughs> you know, there's a reason for that. You know, trust trust the people of Disney. They wouldn't wrong you. Nobody's <laughs> out there to cut in front of your, you know, nobody nobody's some people maybe, yeah. But, you know, not not everybody, okay? And also too, if they tell you to go to the very end of the row, please do that. Either that or you get my my butt in your face as I cross over you. <laughs> and I don't want to do that. Is that the worst experience you've ever had with a w- w- with a guest while you've been there? Like like in terms of uh, having stayed on pro, I mean, having having gone on a Disney vacation, yeah. just somebody acting utterly ignorant and obnoxious. I mean, yeah, yeah, I've, that's I've heard the worst. that a couple of times. That's probably well, well, the worst that's been directed at me. I've seen other instances that weren't directed at me that mm-hmm. somebody was just complaining about this, about and the other, but. He was just shouting an outlet and trying to let the world know, plead his case. But that's the only event, as far as I know, that's been directed toward, uh, directly at me. Mm-hmm. You know, I was, and I was gonna not really argue back, but s- state my point in mm-hmm. a very confident way. You know, <laughs> saying filling all available space means filling all available space. <laughs> you know, I'm not trying to cut in front of you. That's what the cast member said to do. You know, <laughs> and since I know this ride, we're all going in at the same time. <laughs> you know. There's no front, there's no back. It's just this amoebic blob mm-hmm. that goes into the attraction. But anyway, I digress. So yeah, just 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 do those things and everything will be happy. All right, man. So here we are at the end of another show. Wow, this was a marathon, wasn't it? Yeah, this was a marathon, you know? I think I'm probably, I'm most likely going to split this into two different shows. So if you're listening to this, you're probably listening to this part two. Because this is when I'll probably stick this wrap-up part. <laughs> yeah, and if we got a little loopy there at the end, it's probably because it's midnight. Yeah, it's getting close to midnight. But yeah, you know, I definitely had a point to speak about that whole space thing. Oh, yeah. And getting thin in the row. But, you know, anyway. Um, well, won't you guys send us your thoughts on anything that we've spoken about on these past two shows? I guess, I guess I'll go ahead and say two shows. It's We're running on two hours, so I'm going to definitely split this sucker. Yeah. Um, but yeah, give us uh, your thoughts and ideas. I mean, how, you know, what do you think of a choo-choo in the parks? Or what do you, what's your opinion on filling every available space? Or, or the magic bands? Have you experienced it? What do you think about those things? If you have anything, shoot us an email at magicourway at gmail.com and we'll definitely read them out on the air. Oh, you know, we forgot to read some of the past emails that we, that, that we, we had sent to us. And I meant to do that. We've had emails recently <laughs> sent to us? Not recently, but from months ago. Oh yeah, I mean Lee, of course. Yeah, Lee, which is good, and and there's one, I a hope couple he's other still ones. Listening, I hope. He's oh yeah, actually, when I when I released the thing, you know, yeah, he got uh, one of his comments. Of, well, you know, we have a put a face on we put a po- we put a post on Facebook when we released the show, and one of his comments was he had a bunch of exclamation points. So I'm assuming he was excited. It was like four rows of exclamation points. Sweet. So I th- I'm pretty sure he's still around. Yeah, we, we need to do one of his suggestions because like he, he had a bunch of good suggestions and then all of a sudden we couldn't do a, a weekly show anymore. We can only do a bi-weekly yeah. show. And bi-weekly, what am I saying? Bi-monthly. Bi-monthly. Yeah, we don't have to put that. We'll, we'll definitely do that. But you know, we're, we, even if we st- address his email, we're still ahead of the WW Today guys. 
because <laughs> sometimes those guys get a year behind <laughs> you know so we're we're a few months behind we're, we're not we're not as bad we're, i still we're say okay. i want to do a show called the tribute to lee the tribute to lee and just it'll be all lee i still want to get the email lee segment the lee, the lee, lee mail. mail yeah oh i love that one. i still want to do that you know when his emails come in and we'll just read his and we'll read anybody else's oh absolutely comes in too but you know he's one of our loyal listener guys and uh, loves to communicate with us, so I'm glad to hear from him and stuff on a regular basis. But again, if you want to be part of that, mygicarway@gmail.com. Um, <clears throat> you heard me talk about Facebook. Yeah, look for us on Facebook. You know, facebook.com backslash magicarway. Uh, you can follow our tweets. You know, we pretty much put the same thing in our tweets that we do in our Facebook. Uh, we'll have a YouTube account soon. You can find us there. We have a Keek account at the moment. You can find us there. Uh, if you like the show, go ahead and leave a review in iTunes. You know, if I search us in iTunes, we're in row, what, row seven, number seven, whatever. Row seven. Row seven, you'll find us. From, right after Rick- Inside the Magic. That's right, right after Inside the Magic, Ricky's show. So we're, you know, proud. We're kind of moving up there, kind of mm-hmm. still getting recognized. Um, leave us a review in there. Tell everybody that you enjoy the show, that you like listening to it. We're still around, even though we take breaks every now and then. We're just real people just like you yeah but you know schedule's gonna clear up soon right? <laughs> schedule's gonna clear up soon yeah like i said fall semester for me is nuts just because of marching band and everything else that i deal with at the, the university i teach at um but yeah so we should be able to get back to things but even still you know we, we're never gonna leave i mean we we obviously love disney and unless things catastrophically change I can't even get it out. Catastrophically. It's, catastrophically. It's, it's midnight. late. It's midnight, y'all. <laughs> it is late. It's, it's catastrophically changed. You know, we, we still tend to get together and talk about Disney. Um, so we're, we aren't leaving anytime soon. We're not going to die off the wayside, but uh, definitely g- going to keep going on. And eventually we're going to get You don't get to row seven by, that's by, right. by letting they all go. That's right. That's right. You got to come back every now and then, you know, so when row seven comes back. I look at some of the shows we passed up, and I'm like, wow, 24. That's all they did. And they just stopped, and that was back in 2010. <laughs> yeah, we're past that. Yeah, we're doing so. good. We're, we're going to be up to like show 27 or 26 or 8 or something like that. Mm. We're getting close to our 30s. You know, We're getting old fast. Yeah. And we still got our anniversary show. Well, we got to figure, I guess, figure it out, because that might already happen. I just didn't even realize it. I have to look back and see when episode one was released. It would have been like in November or December or something like that, wouldn't it? I think. I could be wrong. I have to check. I know we did a Christmas show last year. Anyway, if you know when our first show was, email us at magicarway at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> and let us know when our first show was released. You really got to be pondering this, but we're, we're about close. <laughs> yeah, we should be about close. I remember doing a Christmas show last year. I do too, because like, we were doing... Uh, I know we didn't do the Thanksgiving one, but I remember doing a Christmas show. We might have to look it up. Well, we can do a Thanksgiving show this year, uh, which called what you... you know. Letting us know what's in the parks. Did they decorate? Uh, oh yeah, I could do that. Let's show from the field. Maybe we could set that up or something. You should uh, maybe you should do it from the uh, the same of that place, uh, the tavern, the country um, tavern in the country. Liberty country. Tree Tavern. Liberty Tree Tavern. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You can do it from Liberty Tree Tavern. Well, I have Thanksgiving reservations at Tusker House. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. So I'm gonna get a little that's African it. for my for my Thanksgiving thank thankfulness meal. You know, I was gonna say that, and you can. Please feel free to edit this out because I know this is this is going way long. But I mean, yeah. I, I am surprised that that um, and another thing is so big in Africa when really you know the beginning of our show starts with Harambe and <laughs> Jambo. It's like, damn, how come we really haven't taken off? And I guess it's because there's no Disney park in Africa. So yeah, probably not. They probably don't really care. But anyway, you know, our audience will grow steadily. Oh yeah, yeah it'll it'll be there. 
and the guys that have been stuck with, sticking with us, we're glad you're here, and we look forward to hearing from you each and every time. And please send us emails letting us know why you're here, because <laughs> if you can tell us why why you listen to this, we'll do more of it. <laughs> yeah, if, and if you got any suggestions for shows, or if you got any things that you want to hear us talk about, or if you want to state your opinion and everything, yeah, again, please do email us. We do read them. We do get them. We have, sometimes we're not always able to... Uh, um, uh, respond to them in a, in a timely fashion, but we'll definitely get to them, you know, magic our way at gmail.com. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, Danny's showing me the, uh, uh, the iTunes list and he's did a search and we're in row seven at the, oh, close to the top of the list, you know? And so we're well, looking at some of the other shows that, uh, we're kind of ahead of. So this is a good thing. Oh, you're looking at when our first show was November 26th. Oh, so at the end of the month. That's right. I'll be in Disney World. You'll so be we'll in be Disney World yeah. celebrating our anniversary without me. You yeah, oh, <laughs> I know. We're gonna have to do. We'll have to figure out something. Maybe we'll do. I don't know. We'll have, that's coming up quick. <laughs> that is coming up very quick. But you know what? I, I do think that you are wrong, though. I don't think we ever did a, a Christmas show. Did we really? No. Wait, 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 hold up. Wait, maybe I'm wrong. Wait. I was about up. to say, was it a Christmas slash Happy New Year? Because I know I edited it. <laughs> I don't think we ever did it. We never did it. No kidding. I, you know, I remember us talking about it. I remember asking Eli to be present for it. Um, but I don't know that we ever really did it because I wonder if it never got released. It, it could be that it never got released as well. Because I remember, you know, we were going to discuss it with Eli. Cause I, I think you'd said you'd never been. Yeah. During Christmas. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's right. And, um, well, now you'll you'll be able to get to see some of the Christmas decorations, I believe. Yeah, they're in Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, they'll be up. So I mean, you're gonna see some of that. But I mean, and there might even be a, a um, very merry uh, Christmas party for you to go to. Oh, interesting. I will have to check okay. into that. But anyway, our exit. Speaking of intros and descriptions being long, our exit's getting long right now. So let's go ahead and end this. Uh, my name is Kevin, and I'm always Danny. And this has been Magic Our Way.
Thank you.